Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris indoors. You can probably tell that I'm indoors because there's no background noise. When we develop the capacity for vision, inspiration and purpose, there are a bunch of things that become very, very important. The first is the ability to squeeze the juice out of a lemon. You know when you watch somebody cut a lemon and squeeze it on a dinner plate, they give it a little, tiny little, eeny-weeny little squirt, pinch with their hand, and then throw the lemon in the bin. And then, like a grasshopper, jump to the next topic. When inspiration becomes the middle point of your three icons of groundedness and personal strength, inspiration is the ability to just squeeze that lemon a little bit more. Let me explain. Let's say, for example, you go to work, you do a day's job, you come home, You've been paid, eat dinner, watch TV, go to bed. You have sex, you wake up the next day, go for a run, go to work, get paid, come home, have dinner, go to bed, have sex. And after five years, you look back and you think, oh my God, nothing much happened over that period of time. I just did the same thing every day. But it was never once the same. And quite often we are multitasking and such in a hurry to grasshopper, jump from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, in order to keep ourselves away from the silence, that we don't squeeze the lemon and therefore we don't get the nourishment or we don't get the beauty, we don't get the inspiration which is the finest, finest definition of this moment in time that can be. Inspiration is this very nano gigasecond of time. And inspiration is very important because there's a quote that says, as above, so below. Inspiration is the below. In other words, the ability to smell, taste, touch, feel, experience this moment in time fully gives us reward that is gratifying in its own sense in the short term, gratifying in the long term, but it's also the ability to experience life. Now, it's really interesting that if you put a pair of, of, of rose-coloured glasses on and you walk out the front door, everything looks rosy. If you put a pair of blue glasses on, everything looks blue. So the state from which we look, the lens through which we look at life, can determine exactly how we see things. But in order to see things in a really good way, we, we need the ability to choose. For example, if a person thinks the world is a dark place, through their glasses they will see darkness. And if a person thinks the world is a happy, joyous place, through their glasses they will witness joy. We, we, we're alike, we have a sort of a radar system and that radar system is not equidistant both sides of the fence. It either scans for rejection or scans for trouble or scans for positivity and 
you know, the one thing we've talked about a lot in inner wealth is treat people as you wish them to become. In other words, don't focus on what's going wrong with them because that'll make you focus with what's going wrong with you. Focus on what's going right. Treat people as you wish them to become. I think going back to the point of inspiration, we are wearing glasses, we do see what we want to see, we do have a radar, and forcing ourselves or developing the habit of seeing motivational, instructional and rewarding is a, a way of saying positive thinking without erring on the, on the mistake of thinking that positive thinking is just um, looking at life through uh, a fantasy. We witness that there is the negative. We just don't focus on it. We focus on the positive. Going back to the earlier comment that I made about groundedness and having a place from which you see the world, if it is all based on inspiration, if, if a person is obsessed with squeezing the lemon in this moment, they can become lost. Lost in self-gratification, lost in the experience of being in the in in their heart and they get lost in life and so vision becomes the partner of inspiration a vision is something that is absolutely inspired in the now but expanded into the future and this may sound confusing at first but if i was to draw you a mental picture of my vision, standing in Carnegie Hall, speaking to a full house, wearing black tie and formal wear. And I'm on stage, they're all laughing and they're all enjoying this conversation about the universal laws and their application to life. I'm there right now. I've taken the now, the inspiration, and expanded it into the future. I'm not talking about the future. I'm not talking about someday aisle, which is called fantasizing. I'm actually standing here talking to you being in the future. And that's the difference between fantasy and reality. A vision is something that you experience now. And the finer the detail, like if I can start to tell you what people are holding in their hand, what people are, are wearing, what the walls look like, what the floor looks like, if I can start to tell you with absolutely inspired detail what's going on right now in the future, then I'm absolutely becoming more and more solid in the manifestation of that future. But I'm still subject to daily fluctuations, aren't I? I can change that vision or I can change that inspiration. I can witness different things inspiration. I can be inspired by witnessing the darkness of life. I can be inspired by witnessing the light. I can be inspired by love or I can be inspired by hate. I can have more and more deep experiences of that moment by not multitasking. I can have a clear vision, expand the, future, the now into the future, but I can change that vision any day I want. So those two sit, uh, let's say, like a kite in the wind, but we need to have a string that keeps the kite to earth. And the, the, the string that keeps our kite to earth is our purpose. We have a purpose greater than ourselves that doesn't change. It is the constant. Now, we need this ground zero. We all need ground zero. 
Some people make it a relationship, which is, I think, rather uh, unnecessary pressure on a relationship because when the thing we call our default, we lean on, and it needs to lean back on us in order to not capitulate or not collapse. And so when we say my family or my relationship is my ground zero, is my home, is my default, then we're leaning in on that family, hoping they lean back to hold you up. And when we lean on something just a little bit too much, it collapses. And a lot of family disruption, a lot of uh, family troubles, and certainly part of leaning in on a family as our default, as our ground zero, is leaning in on the children in the family as our ground zero. And that actually puts too much pressure on them too. So having this default outside the family in a way that we control, we, we, we have control over, and having it intangible, which is really important rather than a, a brick wall or a, a fancy car, having it as an intangible is very important. So this quote that says, um, as above, so below, goes to the point where you go into a meeting and that meeting is disrupted. You remain solidly on purpose in that meeting. You remain a leader. And then you come out of that meeting. But when you've been in that meeting, you've really been in the meeting. You've had to listen. You've had to observe. And so that's the below. Above is your vision, inspiration, and purpose. And what's most important when you come out of a meeting is to be able to flick your fingers and jump back into your vision. This vision doesn't stay, uh, it doesn't stay locked away. This vision is your way of returning to your default, returning to your putting the glasses back on, putting on your, the lenses through which you want to see the world. They're not rose-coloured glasses. They're seeing the world as a perfectly balanced place, but you focus on the positive side of it. Seeing yourself as a success and failure, that's going to happen, but you focus on the success part of it. This is the choice we make. Ultimately, the way to develop this vision, inspiration, purpose is to be put in a, uh, in a cell, uh, in a box, to be buried underground, um, covered in dirt with an air pipe leading into that black box that you're buried in and some water and stay there for about a month. You can't be your body because it's changing. You can't be all your assets because goodness knows where they are. You can't be how you look because you can't see yourself. And bit by bit, you come to the conclusion that you are your mind. You are what you think. And you can choose down there in that uh, black box what you think. You can choose to think, oh my God, I'm going to die, boo-hoo. Or you can choose other thoughts that make being there like, oh wow, this is really quiet. Wow, this is so peaceful. You can choose the way you interpret being in that black box. And therefore you can either uh, thrive in the experience or not. And in this black box, your vision, inspiration, purpose is clear. It's crystal clear because it's your only. It's the only. It's, it's, the, uh, it's the certainty amongst the uncertainty. And it's this that we call our default our ground zero and it's really worthwhile writing all this sort of stuff down that I send you and writing down your vision inspiration purpose and your goals like the video I recently put out so that you eventually get this intangible 
which means not solid, solid, which means it is solid, default point that you can return to in the, in the modelling of as above, in other words, as amazing as you are, so below, as finite and detailed as you become, everything becomes very important. How you speak, how you walk, how you stand, how you dress, how you treat people, how you treat yourself, how you think, how you move, and all anything that goes into that that's not in your VIP needs to be uh, looked at very carefully. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.